I said, well, hell, I got it going on then. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Reload Podcast. My name is Kyle Boone, and uh, we've got a special episode today. We're going to break down the three Oklahoma State commitments that Oklahoma State landed uh, this weekend, all three basketball recruits, uh, one 2018 basketball center and uh, two 2019 recruits in Keelan Boone and Caleb Boone. I don't want to spill the beans anymore. Uh, we're going to get to our discussion uh, on all that and uh, a whole lot more. We're going to talk Dax Hill um, because, of, of course, we're going to talk st- uh, a little bit about Dax Hill because this is an Oklahoma State recruiting podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the Boone Twins, their commitment, what it means for Oklahoma State in 2019. We're going to talk about Kentravius Jones committing during a visit uh, to Stillwater this weekend and all that and more. We are bringing on Kyle Cox uh, to break it all down. So let's get to that interview now. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Cowboy Nation. Evan Epstein here. Wanted to take a moment and tell you about my experience with the other Evan over at Angel Johnston and Blasting Game. I've personally worked with Evan over the last couple years, and he's made filing my taxes a breeze. He's easy to work with, provides you with an extremely professional service, and most importantly, he bleeds orange. I highly recommend contacting his office and and just seeing what they can do for you. And as always, go Pokes. Welcome back to the Reload Podcast. My name is Kyle Boone, and with me today, Kyle Cox, editor and writer at Pistols Firing. Uh, Cox, what's going on, man? We got a lot to get to today. Oh, lots of stuff. Uh, I guess much of, as you know, basketball recruiting stuff, and uh, Mike Boynton making some, some some emoji waves. A wave emojis. I don't know how that, <laughs> however that will work out. Yeah, it's been it's been um, a pretty busy weekend. Um, Oklahoma State landed three commitments over the weekend on the basketball side of things. Uh, we're gonna get to that and um, some speculation on Courtney Ramey, some grad transfers. We'll talk some Boone twins, uh, what the roster might look like, all that stuff. Um, so let's just go ahead and, and get right into it. First off, I want to talk about Courtney Ramey because um, when Mike Boynton tweeted on, I think it was Friday or Saturday, uh, he tweeted that some things were happening. I think he used the eyeball emojis, which got OU fans uh, up in a tizzy. Uh, a lot of people were saying, you know, obviously they're adding me on Twitter, you know, saying, is it Courtney Ramey? Is this related to Courtney Ramey? Everyone wants to right. know what's happening with Courtney Ramey. Uh, there's really nothing that's happening with Courtney Ramey in regards to Oklahoma State right now. Um, we should note that he's only made two official visits so far. One is to Oklahoma State and one is to Texas. Um, mm-hmm. But he set up three official visits this week, or three in-home visits, excuse me, uh, with, with Louisville, a program that uh, last week announced that it was not recruiting Courtney Ramey. Uh, they also set up an in-home with uh, Texas and with um, Missouri, uh, a school, his in-state school, that accepted a commitment from a junior college, or excuse me, from uh, Illinois transfer Mark Smith. 
Uh, a lot of people thought that that may uh, exclude Missouri from consideration. But uh, a week ago, I thought that maybe there'd be two schools, maybe Texas and Oklahoma State and maybe like an Ohio State uh, that was vying for Ramey. But now it feels like there's eight again. What what the heck is happening with Courtney Ramey? I, I don't know. I mean, that's like you're saying. I mean, yeah. the two of the schools right there, we were – just in that post you had a few days ago, we were basically just marking them off the list. Right. Bill and, uh, uh, Missouri. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't know. It, you know, it's kind of hard to tell, I guess, as you know, with, with, uh, high school kids and not, not to be, you know, talk down, call kids, but that's what they are. Right. And, you know, sometimes they, they just enjoy the recruiting process. Sometimes they just try to make an informed decision. And I guess, you know, if, if, you know, another D one coach wants to come to your living room and, chat after family i guess you if you're not 100 percent on it you know why not i don't know but yeah as far as what that means for him going forward it, it just all it does is you know cloudy up the uh, crystal ball even more i guess yeah yeah it's it's um i i keep kind of trying to play it close to my prediction i guess because i don't i don't want to say hey oklahoma state's the favorite they're gonna land him it's a done deal um right. because he let's be honest he's had oklahoma state at or near the top of his list for several months now. And he's he's obviously had the opportunity to commit. Um, there's a reason that he hasn't pulled the trigger. I don't know if he's waiting for, um, I'm not saying he's he's being dirty, but like if some, some coach is going to drop the bag in the final minute or like, <laughs> uh, you know, a coaching staff is going to hire his dad or something like that. Like, I don't really know what the hangup is with him, but um, it is worth noting that he was committed to Louisville for a really long time. Uh, even after Rick Pitino was fired, he really had an eye for Louisville. And that, I think that's something that's really interesting. Just, uh, the fact that, you know, a week ago, Louisville said it wasn't recruiting him and now they're, mm-hmm. they're back in the mix. So I think they're a legit contender too. Um, what, what school is probably like the most, I guess, concerning or surprising that you're like, okay, well, if this school's in it, Oklahoma state really has its hands full with regard to trying to land Courtney Ramey. Um, I don't know that there's there is one that just necessarily trumps Oklahoma State in my mind. Yeah. Like, or that should really make them super nervous. Maybe it's just the fact that there's so many more still in the top uh, than than we thought. Right. But, um, I mean, Louisville. You might say that every other year, obviously, but not this year. I mean, their program is is obviously in about the you know, in the middle of a rebuild completely right. from the ground up. Um, Louisville then, has zero commitments there, for 2018, by the way. Right. And then who wants to go? Yeah. I mean, you're going to get starting time. But you you know, you might start two positions. Yeah. You might, you might be in the CIT too. Right. So exactly. Or the CBI, so, NIT, whatever it is. Yeah. The other one, <laughs> other one, the lower of the lower. Right. Not the ones Louisville players are, are used to, to playing. Right. Exactly. So I don't. I mean, Missouri, I guess, would be another, the other one, just because of the, the uh, home school or home state school. But yeah, um, I don't know. Is he? How has he been with Texas? Is it? They've been up towards the top of his his list as well. They've. I think they've steadily been recruiting him. The thing is with Texas, they don't have a point guard that's coming in. So um, mm-hmm. they've got Matt Coleman, a freshman who's going to be a sophomore next year who showed some signs of being a legit starter. Um, and he kind of solidified his status at the end of last season, which makes me think that, um, 
Ramey may see himself as like a kind of splitting time with Coleman. And they have Kerwin Roach, too, who played some point guard as well. So the the situations there, to me, it's like if you want to start right away, uh, it seems like Louisville would obviously be a really good option. Um, but as far as talent-wise is concerned, I don't mm-hmm. think Louisville is probably the best immediate option. But Oklahoma State's got to be really interesting. It's really close to where he's from in St. Louis, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And then they've obviously got immediate playing time. I think that's got to be alluring for a player of his status, four-star point guard, uh, top 100 recruit. So um, the the signing period actually started last week. It runs through uh, May 16th, and I talked to someone who's been following his recruitment really closely, a, a um, recruiting analyst for a national website, and they said um, – that it, it's basically anyone's guess at this point. It could be like legitimately six schools he thinks has a shot at him. So well, I have, he was he was going to, or I originally thought he was going to. He wasn't going to wait till the the end of the signing period, right? He was wanting to uh, get that finished up early. Wasn't that wasn't that the original? Uh, thought, I think or? his original plan, um, I think, was actually to commit in the early signing period or not the early signing period, but the one right now, because he wanted, I think he said he wanted to wait until the end of um, his basketball season. So like he's, he's got like uh, three weeks or so where, or really exactly a month almost to where he can commit. And it's not like um, he's not pushing up his timeline. I, I don't think he waits past this month because at this point you're like stringing it out into the summer and now you're kind of, going up against like what may be summer training and he may be already on campus uh, if he commits in the next month. So I don't, I don't really know. And then you might have, right. And you might have more schools like Illinois and even right. Missouri who are filling that spot. Yeah. Uh, not all the schools like OSU have multiple spots, you know, exactly. And, and to, to fill. I, yeah. And I don't think schools are really all that interested in waiting out uh, to see what may happen. I think they'll end up going the grad transfer route or filling that spot. And um, so I, I think that spots are going to fill quickly and Ramey's probably going to make a decision pretty quick is my guess. Um, which brings us to another grad transfer that I want to talk to. Uh, Mike Cunningham, a USC yeah. Upstate um, grad transfer. I really like him, um, and I talked to someone today who said he had OU on his list, and OU his visit to OU has been canceled. So Oklahoma State's still in the mix. They're going to get a visit this month. Um, do you think it's like a, a Courtney Ramey or Mike Cunningham type situation, or do you think where they're like going to take both? Like if, if Ramey commits, then they'll take um, Cunningham too, and they'll have two point guards to put alongside uh, Michael Weathers. Well. What are we looking at now on scholarships? I know they just filled, which we'll get to. They just filled, or yeah. no, no, they just filled one. They filled for, one, so they've got they've got four maximum that they can yeah, use. Right. Okay, yeah, I would, I would, if it were me, and I don't know what they're going to do, but I would say you have to take both if you can get both. Yeah, you mean Brandon Averett's gone. Michael Weathers is a point guard or can play point guard, but yeah. I think a lot of people assume he's going to play off the ball. So you got to have you got to have two point guards minimum, and yeah. they don't have. Maybe they have one. So if you can, if you got three, you got three. That's fine. And yeah, and uh, like I said, Weathers can play off the ball. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you you just stand pat with one. If yeah. you can get both, you do it. I think the situation point guard wise um, 
assuming Ramey and Cunningham both commit, is Michael Weathers is a true point guard. He can play point guard. He played point point guard at Miami, uh, mm-hmm. Miami of Ohio. Um, and that, that is his true natural position. He can play off the ball, but his primary position is point guard. That's what I've been told. Um, Cunningham is also a true point guard, um, but he's more natural, or I think it would make more sense if he committed to OSU that he could play um, maybe split both ways. Like he could play point guard and he could play off the ball. He's a really good scorer. Um, Ramey's also a true point guard, and he's kind of a score first guard. So um, they have a lot of options, and if all three committed or all three were on campus next year, I really think that there wouldn't be a squeeze out for playing time. Whereas this year, um, you know, I think Brandon Averett got squeezed out of some minutes. Obviously Kendall Smith played uh, a lot. Uh, I think he played probably over 30 minutes per game down the stretch. Averett's mm-hmm. playing time was significantly uh, reduced down the stretch. I don't think that'd be the case if they have all three point guards on campus. So that's something just to watch and monitor because I think that Cunningham is still probably at the top of OSU's list. Um, it's just uh, it's just a situation to watch with Ramey and Cunningham both. Um, if Cunningham commits, is that going to scare off Ramey and vice versa? So I don't know if that, that ends up happening, but that's something that I think is really interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, Another transfer, a grad transfer that is uh, visiting Oklahoma State later this month, Wyatt Walker. Um, he's from Samford, a uh, grad transfer who actually is a little bit of a unique case. He has two years of eligibility left, uh, six, mm, right. six foot ten. Um, he is pretty talented. He's been really productive at Samford. Uh, he's white, um, so... I don't I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but just a just a note there that he's got some really nice hops for a white dude that I watched on some of his <laughs> tapes. So, uh, what do you what do you think about uh, chances there? Because I think that he's down to basically three: NC State, uh, Wisconsin, and Oklahoma State, and he's visiting all three um, at some point this month. Right, and it looks like Oklahoma State's the, his last his final visit. Right, which is uh, and that's another. I think it's another position there. A lot of things that or something that Mike Boynton can sell is immediate playing time too. Yeah. Because I mean, their, their, their front court is decimated depth wise. I mean, yes. With Tina leaving and Solomon and, uh, even, uh, Safari shine who could play some in small ball to right. play in the front court. And they've got, well, all those guys are gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And you basically look at it, Lucas Gaston as, uh, is that, is that correct? Is that your only, Yes. Big man. Yeah, wow. for um, that's returning at least. They've got. Um, yeah, and they do have the uh, the two sign. Uh, the yeah. Two either, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, was it, uh, They've got your uh, your Annie I, who's like a six foot ten. Um, he's more like a power forward. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of a, I think what most would see, uh, probably view as like a marginal recruit. Like wasn't didn't get a whole lot of high major interest or offers. Um, but Oklahoma right. state's taking a shot at him. He was pretty talented overall. Um, really, really big body. And, um, but he's a developmental piece that I, I would say probably at best and, uh, someone who could be pr- potentially productive down the road. I'm not sure if you can rely on him as a freshman. Uh, the other right. signee is Duncan Demuth, uh, six foot nine, I believe six foot eight, six foot nine, could play 
power forward, maybe. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see him playing small forward at OSU. I think he's his game, his bounce, and uh, just everything he does, basically, just his ability to dribble, uh, shoot it from deep. I think it probably translates as more like a small forward type position. So, uh, yeah, you're right. White Walker would probably um, would probably be a starter, and they really need someone who uh, has some sort of experience uh, down yeah. low to replace, you know, obviously the losses that they've uh, had to suffer this, this off season. So, and they're really going to be like anywhere on the floor, they're going to need scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, a big, obviously you could look at uh, what they lost in uh, Jeffrey Carroll, Kendall Smith, Mitch right. Solomon, all those guys. I mean, we, you know, we think Michael Weathers sounds like he's a pretty good player um, we, you know, we obviously he has some uh, tape on him too, but uh, and some of these other guys coming in, but you need someone that can put points up, and yeah, for all the for all the good news that Mike Boynton's got over the last week in recruiting, it's still kind of dire straits for next season. I mean, there there's going to be, I mean, there's some young guys that played. I mean, I think Lindy Waters obviously is going to continue to get better, right? And Cam McGriff, but you, you're still replacing a ton. Uh, especially with the departures, two guys that departed, or three guys, I guess, that departed before their eligibility was up. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and um, that that kind of leads us to what I want to talk about next. Um, Oklahoma State did get a front court commitment this weekend, Contravius Jones, um, who will be a freshman at Oklahoma State next week or next year. Uh, committed after right. uh, after a visit to Stillwater this weekend. He's from. Um, I believe it's from for uh, G- uh, Georgia area. So uh, Jones is going to be a freshman, uh, big bodied, six foot ten, like two hundred and eighty five pounds, just massive. Um, he is going to be alongside uh, your Annie I and Lucas Gasson as the three big men who will be on OSU's roster next year. Like I, I would assume that they probably add. Uh, at least one more via the grad transfer route or maybe a signee who uh, gets out of his letter of intent late or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. nonetheless, Contravius Jones, huge commitment, literally and uh, physically. I think he's he's truly mm-hmm. massive. Um, Jones was committed to Xavier and actually signed with them last year. Didn't qualify academically, had to go through the high school prep route and um, – so now he's got a year of experience under his belt kind of playing outside of high school at the prep prep level, and now he will uh, obviously be a freshman at Oklahoma State. What do you think about the get, and uh, how how big is that uh, to you to, to land a, a player like Jones? Well, it's huge, like like we were talking about, with, with how much they need to replace in the front court and how yeah. little depth they have, and just the type of recruit he is, too. I mean, uh, really, that – that last weekend was uh, huge for Boynton, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know a ton about him. I guess he's uh, is he more of a back to the basket type scorer? Yeah, he's a he's just a traditional big man, really. I mean, you look at um, kind of his game: six foot ten, two hundred eighty five pounds. Um, I wouldn't call him fast. He's <laughs> he's uh, he's a little bit slower. He's a traditional back to the basket big. Has a nice. Uh, post game and I think that's something that he's probably trying to develop as we speak but um, for him to be productive at the next level I think that um, he's probably going to have to drop 
10 to 15 pounds maybe to get into playing shape, which is uh, not a big deal, especially as, as a freshman, you expect some sort of body changes to, to take effect. But um, I think I think it's a huge get, and he's he's not a developmental piece. I think he could be um, a legit contributor for Oklahoma State maybe as early as next season. I saw him tweeting that he's going to be Big 12 Freshman of the Year uh, earlier go. today. So he's he's got high expectations for himself. I'll be curious to see if he fulfills some of those high expectations. Yeah, and it's it's just a good thing. that I mean, you think about how long it's been since OSU has actually attracted like a big – big men like yeah who could actually score i mean sema was you know com- comparatively was a revelation when he got to play last year when he had a his you know kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> yeah sky hook so uh you know Boynton's getting some some guys hopefully uh you, you know that's that's the type of size that they're going to need in the big 12 so uh hopefully a couple of these guys work out he looks i'm looking at his, little, his highlights here and uh yeah, he looks like he's bullying up, bullying everybody else around. So. Yeah, yeah. One, the thing is, I guess he was such a bully ball player um, in high school, but you can't really do that in the Big Twelve. You think, well, right. will that will that translate to the next level? We really don't know. Um, but I think just his his mindset and his confidence, I think that's going to be huge. Um, obviously, they need to get him to campus as soon as possible so they can try to get him into the system, into the weight program, and uh, try to get him started. So that'll be that'll be really interesting to see, um, kind of how that develops. Um, we have we have buried the lead as as we might say, um, <laughs> because I want listeners to listen past this point. And uh, if you're still listening, uh, you're in for a treat because uh, the Boone twins made their commitment this weekend. Um, what day was that that they committed? Was it Monday morning? But yeah, it was. Nobody was paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was asleep. It was fairly early. It was like eight o'clock or seven thirty. Yeah. I, I, I was I was asleep because I ended up working late on I think it was Sunday, um, and yeah. I I woke up to like the Slack chat where everyone's like, oh my gosh, the Boone twins they committed. Uh, the Tulsa World broke <laughs> the news that uh, Keelan and Caleb Boone, uh, class of two thousand nineteen standouts from Tulsa Memorial committed to Oklahoma State and uh, they intend to sign with Oklahoma State in the early signing period which will um, happen later this fall Um, I saw the Boone Twins a few weeks ago and they didn't tip their hand on what their plans were other than to say that kind of off the record that Oklahoma State was the leader in the clubhouse so they didn't act like they were going to make a commitment in fact that they kind of alluded to maybe waiting out the spring and seeing what where their rankings stand and and uh mm-hmm. and where all that goes because I think their original plan was to see if they could become three or four star, five star um recruits and then and then make a commitment to Oklahoma State and it would it would obviously make a splash. They make a splash anyway because they're really talented. I think everyone knows kind of what they are, but um are you, were you surprised, I guess, that the Boone Twins committed? I, I it, it took me off guard, I guess, just the timing. Yeah, the timing, obviously. I was uh, like, I was at work, and next thing I know, Porter's like, at me, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, in between, I mean, I think, yeah, I was surprised at how early they committed. and uh, uh, But, yeah, I think it's a huge gift for Boynton. Um, all I've been hearing from you and Carson in the Slack chat is, is about the Boone twins. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I mean, that's a good get for him, and 
hopefully it's a sign of more things to come. So I, I think I, I think Boynton's a heck of a recruiter. I think he can he can win at someone's living room just like he can win, you know, an interview or a press conference. So Yeah, no, I, I good showing. So I totally agree. I totally agree. And um just a little I guess positional background on, on both the Keelan and Caleb. Um Keelan is actually he's listed at I believe it's like six foot eight, which is probably about right. Keelan um, plays on the outside. He's got a really tall, lanky frame, really talented, really high volume scorer, I would say. Um, for his size, it, it almost looks unnatural for him playing against other high school kids because he's, yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, he's basically as tall as LeBron uh, playing against high school kids and he's playing on the perimeter. Typically, you see kids. Um, his size playing down low, um, but he plays on the outside. He's got a really nice game. I think where he can improve uh, is probably his uh, just game off of the dribble. I don't think he's superb at taking players and breaking them down off the perimeter. Um, but when he when he catches the ball um, outside, I think he's a really good catch and shoot um, scorer and. He obviously was really productive at, at Tulsa Memorial this year, averaged about 20 points per game. So I think that's really impressive and uh, certainly worthy of note. And the fact that they've got a ton of upside, I think they're just kind of scratching the surface on what they can be. Caleb um, is probably the best shot blocker in Oklahoma. I don't know statistically um, where he ranks, but he's already uh, Tulsa Memorial's leading shot blocker all time. And when I watched him two weeks ago, I think he had seven blocks in one game. And just everything that comes into the paint, um, he's all over. Really tall, really lanky. Um, he's got a massive wingspan, six foot ten. Really like his game. I think that um, he's also kind of scratching the surface, obviously. They're both really like, they probably have a little bit um, just to go developmental-wise, just to get their bodies right for the Big 12, but... Um, both both commitments I think are really huge. They give OSU two commitments in the 2019 class, obviously, which is which is big and uh, something to build on for 2019 because I think that uh, they're off to a really fast start and I think they can build on that. So I really like the Boone Twins. I think they're going to be a good addition. Yeah, it's, and it's a good starting point for that for that class. Uh, it's a lot to sell. I mean, to other recruits too. So. Uh, I don't know what. What do you think is better? Like as far as them waiting and getting a higher star status, and then star ranking, and then committing, or doing it now so that they can get that part of it. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter at this point. But yeah, how does that affect other recruits. I mean, you know, uh, I'm sure I'm sure it affects them a little bit. But the fact that they are going to be to that they're 2019 recruits, um, mm-hmm. based off the fact that they're neither of them have been rated yet i mean that a lot of basketball talents are identified when they're like sophomores or freshmen in high school so they could have obviously exploded late in the process but the chances of them becoming five-star recruits or even four-star recruits probably isn't super high i think they'd probably be right. three-star recruits and it you know it's worthy if of, you're born, of, you just you just want to get those guys locked in yeah and they and they could still probably earn a ranking later down the road. I think they're going to Houston um, or the Texas area. I believe it's either this week or next week. Um, a lot of scouts will be on hand and they'll probably get a new ranking uh, shortly thereafter is my guess. Um, so 
you know, I, I think recruiting and rankings obviously matter. They matter. A lot of um, blue chips want to play with other blue chip players. I think that um, you see that with Kentucky and Duke and Kansas and schools like that where, you know, they want to be uh, challenged by the best and they want to play with the best. So, um, you know, it, it, they kind of recruit themselves. But in this situation, I don't think it really matters. I think everyone really knows um, that OSU kind of gets some two under-the-radar kids who really um, – I think they could have maybe blown up and then gone national. And then you're looking at, well, okay, now all of a sudden instead of TU, ORU, and OSU, they're looking at uh, Kansas and Kansas State and Texas and Texas Tech. Uh, Let's hope we can hang on to these kids. And I think they got them at a good time. I think it's it's the right time to get them before they blow up. And uh, so now they have something to build on moving forward. I think that's – that's that's probably a pretty good situation for Mike Boynton. Definitely. So, um, are we going to go ahead and call it now? Who who makes a bigger impact uh, in their first year? The well, I guess not their first year together. The Wallace twins or the Boone twins? Ooh, that's a good one. All right, let me answer that question uh, right after this. I'm going to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll answer that question. I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger <laughs> there. Uh, you may have heard the news that there's a new tax bill, but do you know how it'll affect you? Angel, Johnston, and Blassingame does. Their firm of 10 CPAs and 22 total employees is one of the largest in central Oklahoma, and they've been hard at work calculating how these changes will affect hardworking cowboys just like yourself. Feel free to give Cameron or Evan a call at 405-224-6363 or visit their website at ajb cpas Dot com. Again, that's 405-224-6363. Go Pokes. All right, Cox, now yes, sir. repeat your question. <laughs> okay, and, and I was going to say their first years together because Tylen Wallace played last year. So, But who makes the first the most impact as far as the Twins go? The Boone Twins in, their, in 2019 or the Wallace Twins in 2018? Oh, um, I'm going to go Boone Twins in 2019. Uh, Trayson didn't play. Oh, okay. So you're saying the, the Wallace Twins for this upcoming season. Correct. Yeah. I, I kind of uh, messed up my own question forgetting that Tylen played already, but okay, I Twins playing together. Yeah. Um, I'll still say Boone Twins. I'd be surprised if Trayson Wallace saw the field this year. Um, he made the switch from quarterback to, to wide receiver to play alongside uh, Tylen, who projects as either a starter or uh, definitely a reserve wide receiver who's going to see a lot of playing time this year. Um, mm. But I imagine the Boone Twins probably play quite a bit right away, is my guess. I think they're talented enough. Um, assuming they, they get on track and get into a weight program and, and stay at it, I think they could be ready to contribute right away. So I expect them both to play as freshmen. And, uh, so yeah, I'll go Boone Twins. What you got? Yeah, I'm going to go Boone Twins. Uh, but then i got to follow up uh, over careers at OSU. Are you going to go with the Boone Brothers or the uh, Graham Brothers? Oh. You, Boone Brothers. You, can't, yeah. you can't go because your last name is the same. I, I really want to roll with the Boone Twins because they got an awesome last name. Wow, um, but I'm I'm gonna go Graham Brothers. I think that'd be pretty hard to top, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, lots of twins though and brothers. Uh, so that's a good thing. So, I love it. But, um, I love it. I yeah. think it's great. 
maybe the Hill brothers will be the next uh, set of brothers. Mm, Justice and Dax. Put it in my veins. Maybe, uh, Dax, that might, that, that might be going a little, we'll see, we'll see, I get to, yeah, yeah, Dax, to is, Dax is visiting Alabama this weekend, yeah, yeah, Nick Saban, Mike Gundy, yeah, not yeah. good, and, da- <laughs> and Dax is probably up to around 20 offers, that probably, as soon as he heard that, Mike Gundy probably said, just, just pull it, I don't want to, we don't, we don't want him around here, it's not good, but if, if Justice decides to say, um, for his junior, for his senior season, I mean, there's there's a real appeal of playing alongside your brother. I think that I think there's a lot yeah. to be said for that. I mean, it, I I think that was some that would be something I'd absolutely consider if I'm Dax Hill, um, because let's be honest, Dax is going to be a starter as a freshman unless he gets injured. I think he's he's that um, generational talent. I think he he could start over anyone on the roster right now is my, is my yeah. uh, prediction. Oh yeah. I would just, yeah. I, I think that's, that'd be the selling point too. Yeah. I mean, one of them. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see if they, if they can pull, if they can pull off that coup, then, then uh, we'll have to rewrite a bunch of our Mike Gundy recruiting, <laughs> recruiting posts. Yeah. That would, that would be the first five star in a really long time for him. Is that the, That'd be the second. Wouldn't that be the second ever? Uh, I think it'd be or the no? second ever. Bobby Reed, um, I think, was yeah. the only one. So, yeah, it'd be the second highest rated recruit ever. So, that'd be Very awesome. Nice. They need him. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, you got anything else? I think we hit on everything we want to hit on. I think so. Yeah, I think we're, we've got a, still got another month left, I guess, uh, till the uh, end of the signing period. So, I guess. Anything can happen. You guys are, you guys are going on the trip, and then uh, Courtney Ramey's going to, yeah, commit tomorrow morning. So. Yeah. So the wife and I are going to uh, Las Vegas tomorrow. We're leaving Ooh. at wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. When we're leaving at three thirty in the morning. So hmm. looking forward to it. Uh, I've never been to Vegas, so I'm really excited. Um, I I can't wait to. We're going to go watch some shows and. I'm gonna try In and Out for the first time. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Very um, nice. Very nice. So we're gonna we're gonna hang out in Vegas. Should be a lot of fun. Have you, have you ever been to Vegas before? Never been. Okay. Never been to Vegas. Been to Cali, but not to Vegas. But been to Cali. Yeah, that's one of our trips that we've got planned out at some point too. So yeah. enjoy. Go get some rest. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, be ready for the Courtney Ramey tweet. Yeah, I swear. If, Cor- if, if Courtney Ramey commits while I'm gone, I'm gonna be so mad. I don't think it happens. I think the fact that there's been uh, more more action with his recruitment and there's only been more schools added to his his list suggests we've probably got a few weeks to go. Uh, but that'll that'll be something to follow in the coming weeks, and I'm sure we will uh, have a podcast about it when something happens. Yes, sir. Yep. So, all right, Cox. Appreciate your time tonight, and uh, we will get this podcast up and uh, ready for the listeners for uh, I guess Wednesday. It's tomorrow, Wednesday. Yes, sir. That's it. Awesome. All right. Sounds good, Cox. Right, Appreciate it, man. See you. All right. Bye.